Welcome to the Slam Radio Podcast. And now, good morning, amigo. my producer to make sure the song is cute as well we'll talk to him for a little bit and then play his song before we come back and finish talking to him because i do have i have some interesting questions and it's funny because this conversation i probably would not have conducted it in this manner at least not on air four months ago is that fair i think maybe in an office privately i would have been able to because him and i get along very well that's fair um I got to get away from his first name <laughs> because that's how I've known him as a student, right? Our next guest this is incredible. We never think about it. This is the first time we have a former student as a guest. That's correct. Yeah. First time. Former student as a guest. And, and not like, hey, what's up, former student? How are you? I've decided that this is not going to be conducted, even though obviously it's the 800-pound gorilla in the room. Right? But this guy is beyond magnificent with his, with his rhyming skills. His flow knows no bounds. And I don't say it because he's my former student, because if he sucked, I said, yo, bro, wish you the best. I got a radio station. I got time to be fiddle-faddling with people, right? I will be as helpful as I can possibly be. And the extent of my support, if I wasn't sure whether I thought he was good or not, would be, bro, I'll play it on the station, you know, I'll hook you up. I wouldn't do all of this, and I wouldn't continue to do all of this, because I believe this young man is going to be uh, the real deal. Could happen now, could happen in a year. I don't know when it's going to happen, but it doesn't, you can't practice enough to get that good. So if he's only going to get better from here, that means the talent is untapped, and I can't wait to hear more. Our next guest Yes, he is a Slam Radio alum. He's part of our Slam Radio family. Now he's a recording artist. K9 joins us here on Good Morning Amigo. What's up, K9? Yo, yo, yo. What's going on, my man? How's everything going? Chilling, chilling. How you guys doing? Not too bad, brother. I'm going to take 30 seconds to act like the old boomer teacher. How's graduate <laughs> life treating you? Apparently, it's treating you pretty good, right? Pretty good. All right, Relaxing so let's say we ain't talking about that. Let's talk about your recording career. Let's talk about K9. <laughs> Enough of the slam radio, former student. You were cool. Remember when? Nah. <laughs> Brother, first and foremost, congratulations. I know this is actually your second uh, release. You released the single last year, which was phenomenal. But let's talk about six because I guess you've been working in the lab on this stuff quietly. I have reason to believe that um, you have more stuff in the horizon before I get into all of that, what went into the mindset of this song? I imagine part of it based on reality or something that may or may not have happened in your life to you or to someone else. But a lot of times there have to be a creativity that, you know, I guess, plays within reality. And sometimes eh, 
somewhat, I don't want to say an exaggerated reality or something that may or may not have happened that makes the story good. Tell me where your story lies because the story is pretty good in that story, in the, in the rap. But more importantly, like anybody who's listened to hip hop for a while knows that some of the styles and some of the, the, some of the things that you were doing inside of that three and a half minutes of rap um, shows that you have the ability to do just about anything in this. What went behind the lyrics of Six? What went, how long did it take you to put this together? Tell us a little bit about that song. I'm not even going to lie. I spent like, I first heard the beat like back in, I think, March. And then I heard it like two days after that and I couldn't catch the beat for the life of me, right? But then I sat down with my notebook and I was like, let me see what I could do, right? And actually, you know, Alex Visual was talking to me about something. He was like, yo, Kevin, when you rap, you talk a lot about love. He was like, I need you to make a song where you talk about what's happened in your life. And I was like, wow, that's something to think about. So then I sat down and, you know, I just started combining experiences that I had here and in New York. So you originally you originally from New York. Uh, what age did you come to Miami? I came here when I was like thirteen. So that you the same age I came. I came right when, right before my thirteenth birthday. It was a big culture shock coming from you know New York and knowing what what I dealt with on a day to day basis. Uh, what part of New York are you from? The Bronx. The boogie down, baby. So you saw some stuff. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. a little bit about your childhood. I mean, I know you had a. When I say a good childhood, you had a steady childhood. You had, you know, uh, there's been no troubles in your horizons, but certainly there's a viewpoint from living in the boogie down. I used to spend a lot of time in the Bronx, uh, going to Yankee games though. But that can really make you grow up quick, get you that thousand mile stare. Tell me what it was like about being there, being a young jit, like I say, and then getting out of there and coming to Miami, which Miami, Miami's a tough town too, but a lot different. And I'm sure when you came, you realized it was different as well. Oh, yeah, like, the pace and everything was different. Like, over there in New York, we always had to move. Like, my mom had to go get on a train, go to work. I had to go get on a bus, go to school. Like, we was always moving. There was never time to relax. We always had to do something. And, like, when we moved out here to Miami, everything, like, calmed down more. Like, we had time. Everybody had their space. You know, we had um, time to spend with the family, go to school, do things. I don't know. In, like, New York, I feel like the pace is picked up faster. But I like that as well, being crowded in the city and, like, moving. That's my thing. k every once in a while, you got to go back for a few days, don't you? <laughs> Always. I go <laughs> every winter break, every spring break, every <laughs> summer break. <laughs> it's like you got to – you know how, how girls go and they get their, their nails done and their feet done? They go have a spa day, <laughs> right? We, well, yeah. I got to have three or four days in New York. And, and I, sometimes I work too hard. I don't have enough of it. But there's something about when you're from New York and you go back home. And, and yes, I represent 305 a lot, but going back home to me is going back to New York. Um, where did the inspiration come with you and hip hop and rapping? We're talking, by the way, to K9 here on Good Morning Amigo Sirius XM 145. K9 is a, an up and coming, a rising star in the hip hop world, and he just released. You can check it out on Apple Music. His, his latest single, uh, Six, was just released the other day. Check him out, of course. Please subscribe. Do whatever you have to do to support this young man because he's on the come up. But it's always fun when you catch on to someone that you realize you like what they do in the entertainment industry, and then they get big later. Like my daughter's claim to fame is that she liked Shawn Mendes 
when he was doing YouTube stuff. Like nobody knew who Sean was and my daughter, and it's true, it many years ago. And now she claims she's a true, uh, what do they call those kids? I don't know, the big fans of Sean Mendes, right? Uh, good for her. I'm a big fan of K9. And I'm telling you, <laughs> I'm telling my listeners, if you like hip hop, you, you gotta check out what he's putting out. So what was, what was the turning point? When did you say to yourself, you know, I might wanna do this? When did you realize you were good at doing it? So like, I had a girlfriend one time, I was always singing Drake. Like, it was a point in my life where I was just only bumping Drake, 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 and I knew all his songs, back to back, every line, word for word. And she was like, you know, like, you keep up with songs. Like, you you sound like you would be a good rapper spitting verses and shit. And I was like, where? So let me hop in the stool. And then I hopped in the stool. And from there, it was like, I feel like this is what I want to do and it's meant to be for me. How old were you, man? I was like... 15, 16. So, so this is coming up. So it's it's something that brewed inside of you. Because let me tell you something. You know, I'm always marveled by young kids know the rap. You know, they know the, the words to Drake songs. You know, Meek Mill. You know, you know they can recite them. You hear them and they, they chant it out loud. It's no surprise yeah. to me that they know. But one thing is chanting it out loud, right? I can know the words to any song in the world. Don't ask me to sing it. Because this raspy voice ain't singing. Listen, I'm not singing a damn thing, brother. Cause it's not gonna, it's not coming out of any falsetto or nothing like that. You're in trouble if I'm singing, you know. So it's all fine and dandy to know the lyrics, but you've got to have a certain talent. So you get curious, you start doing this. Who made you realize you might actually be talented at doing it? Not that you could do it, but that you actually be talented as well. Honestly, it was when I came to the school to slam. Like after I dropped a couple of songs on SoundCloud, everybody was like. Yo, who's this? Like, yo, you know you got talent, right? You got to keep going. You got to keep... They, it was to the point where I told myself, bro, 10 people can't say the same thing and be wrong. No, I mean, there, there's... Listen, my, my wake-up call to you was the slam song. Remember, Frank? Oh, yeah. So we asked you, because I was trying to get you, you know, like always, my job as a teacher is inspired. Let me, let me... I always tell our students, it's not about the assignments you do. It's your contribution to the station, right? I'm going to give you assignments. I'm going to give you things to do because 80% won't really find their niche. They're just going to tell me what to do and I'll do it so I can get an A or a B. But people have to find their niche, something that they like to do. If you remember, Brianna would come every morning early and she'd be behind the thing and, and she's learned how to run a control board like nobody's business. But we knew your thing was music. So we said, all right, we're going to challenge you. No, you know, play on the word slam, right? Um, and that song from Onyx Slam, and trying to make some sort of rap about either the show or the station or whatever, and you come back to me two days later, you go, yo, I'm done. And Frank and I look at each other, <laughs> and Ricky's like, this is fire, bro, this is fire. I'm like, okay, 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 let me hear And we heard it, and we went Ricky nuts. Ricky being a hype man. We, were we like, went oh, Ricky nuts. Ricky being a hype man, whatever. <laughs> we went crazy when we heard this. We couldn't stop playing it. I, I, Frank will tell you how many times he had to put that on the royalty report because even though it's your version of it, we're playing the song Slams. We have to pay royalties on it. Um, and that's when I realized, I looked at Frank, I said, bro, if he actually decides to do this, he's going to be good. Um, talking to K9 here on Good Morning Amigo, Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio, what kind of feedback have you gotten? Your friends are all going to tell you they love you. They're going to tell you you're the greatest rapper since Tupac. Um, but what kind of professional feedback have you gotten? I know I was able to give you some from an Apple Music executive. And and it was really a rewarding return to hear someone at that level say what they said about you. Have you gotten any any positive feedback, producers or anybody in the game? Oh yeah, like I met with a whole bunch of producers. That's what I like to do. I like to go to like different studios and like work with different producers. And they all tell me the same thing. Like, 
yo, you got this, yo, you got that. Like sometimes my producer even puts me in the booth without turning on my idol tune. He's like, yo, that's straight you. You know you got vocals, right? Like, you do, everybody tells me everything. <laughs> hey, I think if at one point I'm talking about falsettos, but I could see I could see Kane and Frank in the middle of a rap come and bust out a, what's love got to do? And I'm biting another song, but you know what I mean. I, that's the first thing that came to my own mind, but you know what I'm trying to tell you. Um, yeah. yeah, man, I think that, that that brings a lot of range to, to your abilities when it comes to music. Has it gotten to a point with you where you you dream about rhymes and you dream about beats? Because I know that I've talked to other artists and they tell me that they knew they were in trouble when it was just consuming their mind in their sleep, when they woke up, when they're eating, when they're having McDonald's Sundays, because apparently that is the poison to make you the best rapper positive possible. <laughs> this man eats more McDonald's Sundays and shakes and frappes and everything. <laughs> He's like a buck forty-five, bro, all toned up and stocked up, and the guy he doesn't gain an ounce. And he's, uh, God bless you, bro. Um, you know, that's my thing. Do Do you find yourself kind of dreaming about this stuff on your own? Yeah, I'm not even gonna lie. Like, I just constantly think about it. Constantly, you know, when like sometimes you think you hear something, like a certain song, or you feel like you hear your phone go off, but it doesn't. That's what I hear. Like constantly, a beat in my head. Like, yo, do I hear that beat playing somewhere? But nah, it's in my head. It's in my head. All right, well, I'm going to play a beat that's not going to be in your head. In fact, it's going to be in your ear. We're going to play it right here on the station. We've been playing it since yesterday. Stay tuned and stay on hold. When you come back, I want to I talk to you after this. You're listening to 6K9 Slam Radio. There you have it. Love it, baby. K9 6 right here on Slam Radio. Oh, man, I was, I'm dizzy from bobbing my head, Frank. Oh my goodness, K9 on with us here on Good Morning Amigo. I, I'm pretty sure that's the first time you've heard it on radio, right? Yeah. That's the first time you've heard something you've done on the radio. Yes, sir. All right. All right. I like the fact that I was able to pull that one. Like, I like that I'm the one. Right? It feels good. It feels really good because you're part of our family, K9. You will always be a part of our family. Uh, you are incredibly appreciated, your efforts, and you learned that this was not a conventional class or a conventional situation, and what you got out of it was a lot different than what you ever expected going in, and that was the entire point all along. And you have our support as a radio station throughout your career. Um, think about this second. The best decision you ever made on that level, at least, is, man... I took that class, and now look what I got. I got a family, and you'll have students that are going to be bopping your songs. My advice to you is the same thing to what that Apple Music exec said to you, man. Keep keep releasing new hits. Just keep doing it. Just Right now, you have to almost flood it because there's a metrics game to this. Because when one catches the right ear, I, I'll be able to talk to you because I'm going to have to call your guy who will get in touch to your guy. And that's fine because that's exactly what I want to see from you. No, nah, I got the digits. K9, don't change your number. Oh, he'll have to change it. You know how that works. You know how Because all those boys will be hitting him up. <laughs> just remember the little people. But you will always have our support. And I'm just kidding with you because, you know what, there is a grind and a struggle. And you've gone through it a little bit. You may go through some more. Uh, it's good to know that you have a national radio station behind you. Each and every time you come out with a song, like I told you, make sure you cut the clean version. We're going to release it every time first before anybody else. Definitely, even definitely. if even if you're afraid of the integrity of the song being destroyed, because I know that's what you guys worry about a little bit. Yep. But by even by putting out the clean version, somebody's going to listen to that, and it's going to make them intrigued. They're going to be intrigued to want to hear what you really had to say, and that's just going to drive more traffic your way. 
big shout out. I don't know who your producers are. Like, I don't know who the guys behind the scenes doing this are. Um, they're either really good or they're pros or they're both. Because, you know, sometimes you're not necessarily a pro, but you're really good. That's how I found Frank. Frank was, Frank was no one would even give him a chance. You know, and, and Frank was as good, if not better, than all the other cats that thought they were something. And we proved that last week in the series, right? But, man, your producer, I have no idea who they are. But I know, I mean, I've been listening to hip-hop since I was a kid. Like, that was really good. And kudos to them as well, by the way. So you can give them a little pat on the back from the Amigo. And you tell them that the old boomer over at Slam Radio is loving every minute of it, bobbing his head every time that song hits the airwaves. And, of course, we are putting it on the royalty report for you, sir. <laughs> I told him, I told him, I was like, so I need a clean version. That he wants to play it on his station. Like, oh, yeah, make that quick. And then he was like, so I sent it to you. I mean, when they play it, and let me know if I can. I was like, gotcha. So, yeah, and we're incorporating, in the coming weeks, we're incorporating some stuff that's in programming that will be music, like music blocks. Um, that'll make programming issues a little easier at certain times that you can just hear music and then imaging from Slam Radio. And we will put those in rotation so your stuff will play different times of the day and night in the station. I want to do that. And it's not just you, but some of the better hits, I want to do that as well, which allows us to do what we do best here, which is talk about sports, talk about music, and keep our students engaged. Thank you for coming on. You can't hang up yet because you got to do the ultimate. I got Tua Tunga Vailoa. I got Jorge Masvidal. I've got Michael Irvin. I've got DJ Laz. I've got Pitbull. And now in about 45 seconds, I'm going to have a drop from Kana. Let me guess. You already did it. You're about like 14 and a half minutes late. You already did that, huh? Yeah, I already did it. Ah! <laughs> so I already got my canine. That's why canine was laughing at you. He's like, no, we already did that. <laughs> We pros, man. Yeah, we pros, man. What's up? <laughs> I'm wishing you all the best. But again, I'm talking to you like I'm not going to talk. We talk every day now. So, you know, I will talk to you soon. You keep at it. And you have us behind you 100%. I'll be in Naples next week bopping that song on the beach. Get ready, boy. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Much love to you, K9. We love you very, very much, man. And uh, always keep it in the family, all right? All right. Much love. My man, take care. Canine. I'm proud to say that that's probably his first radio interview. Well, the guy used to be, he was actually, Mike's on Frank. Yeah, um, he actually was kind of one of the primary morning show student hosts. Um, he was the guy that we could get into fodder with and laugh and he would goof and he was always energetic and funny and making jokes and he had a perspective that wasn't necessarily a kiss you all right yeah i tend to make that mistake because i'm in such it's, a rush to it's jump organic. on the phone nobody yeah. cares it's organic it's a radio show but our listen our radio show is not let's get something perfectly clear we want our listeners sometimes to hear the mistakes it's not even a mistake it it brings a real nature to the show that's all i'm trying to do here Fair enough. Thank the you for kids making go me feel on, better. But I'm serious. The no, kids no, come agree. out here and mess up all the time. You never mess up. I just was trying to say something I couldn't hear over you. Like, it could have been ambient sound, and I wouldn't have said a word. It didn't sound bad. I just couldn't conduct. Gotcha. That was a lot of fun to do. That was so much fun to do. It was a lot of fun. Bro, I had to, while the song was playing, I cut into his, uh, into his ear, and I told him, I was like, bro, you sound like a pro. Who the hell are you? Like, this yeah, is man. stupid, bro. You graduated to what, a month and a half ago? Like, yeah, who man. the hell are you? 
Yeah, man. He sounds like a completely different but person. He, he will, sounds happy. He sounds like he knows what track he wants to go with. So here, it's funny. No there's, pun intended. There's moments. Way. There's moments, right? But do you know that as much as you see a kid and you don't think that they're organized in their thoughts, you'll hear Pitt say stories all the time, Frank, about when he was young and coming up and he made mistakes, but he also had a plan and he had a vision. I love the story that I like that I tell that I wish to God he'd say it, but I don't have the nerve to ask him to say it. Because even though I know the story, what I want is I want to hear him say it. Um, where it was a struggle for him, but he knew what his goals were and he knew what he was going to do. And he was so confident that somebody was helping him out once. He told me, hey, man, I got this. I got this. And when I get this and when my rhymes make me millions, you coming on the ride with me. And he always rewarded those who were loyal to him. And that, that's always fun. But that's the premise of a lot of what we do here at Slam. Kane, I knew what he wanted to do once he got out of here. It's never a conversation about college. And, you know, and he may take some classes. He told me he wanted to take some classes. But I think he's going to do more. You know what he's going to do? More like studio, more engineering. Like, that's the stuff I think he's going to go towards at the leisure of his time. Those are the classes he needs. And guys like me will be on his ass to make sure he doesn't completely go off center. But if you've got a guy who's all of a sudden in the lab and being productive and releasing singles and he's monetizing it, looking for the big break, well, that's exactly what I did on radio for 15 years, right? I treaded water until I could, maybe not 15, but certainly a decade. It is what it is, but more importantly, it, he's doing it, he's investing in himself, he believes in himself, he's gambling on himself, and I think it's a good gamble because he's really talented. 